Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. Today, I wanted to just dive right in and have a conversation about the concept of timing. Everyone is always so worried that their life isn't going to work out at the exact rate of speed that they want it to. And I feel like it's so hard to even comprehend how much we try and control our lives and really how little of control we actually have over our lives. So usually how I style these podcasts is I introduce a topic, I go over maybe why it's an issue, why it's a problem in your life, why we do it, and then I kind of go into how to solve that. In this episode, I just really wanted to have a conversation about timing One, because I don't have the answers, okay? I'm not the one who's creating the universe or controlling the timing, and I'm also just, you know, living like the rest of you, trying to come to terms of it in my own life, but just because it's so weird, because when you think about it, everything we do in our life revolves around timing. Even our age, where we are in our life, what we're doing, you know, When we hit a certain age, we have new responsibilities. When we hit another age, maybe you're expected to have a house or have a family or have a great career. It's all based on timing. Everything we do every single day. You wake up because of timing, go to bed because of timing, and it's just such a weird concept. And honestly, this topic sort of gives me anxiety because... Well, for one, it's out of your control and I'm just a very impatient person by nature. I'm trying to work on it. But even when I was debating on an angle for this week's episode or a topic, I seriously was like, I don't know if it's the right timing for this topic. Everything I do, I try and make it the right timing because that's how we're all kind of programmed to think. We have like two ways that we go about trusting timing in our life. The first is probably the most obvious or the most common that everyone goes through is trusting what is to come in our lives. This is an issue that probably everyone has felt before in their lives. It's an issue of not understanding why things have not happened yet or trying to grasp when they will. It's why our journey seems to be, you know, delayed in comparison to others or why we haven't yet figured out certain aspects of our lives or why they haven't been resolved or concluded as quickly as we wanted them to. And the other way to trust timing in our life is trust what has happened. Maybe we feel like we did something too quick. We moved too quickly. I transitioned and didn't give it enough time. Or maybe you're looking back and thinking, damn, that took me a lot longer than I really wanted it to. Both aspects really mess with our brain. And no matter how much we try and control it, we just can't. Every single day, we're like, shit, I should have left 10 minutes earlier. We're trying to control it and we just can't. I fully struggle with this to the absolute max. When you think about it, we juggle so freaking much as humans between relationships, careers, friendships, personal growth, school, health, beauty. Like, and even if you're in sports or you have extra talents or interests, for me, this podcast or like music for some people, or maybe you're trying to start your own business or do your own art, whatever it is, there are so many areas that we are putting energy into. And what we put energy into, we want it to work out for the best. So it's hard hard not not to question question when it doesn't. When it doesn't work out and wonder why, when that other solution or other alternative isn't presenting itself yet. 
But that is, ladies and gentlemen, you guessed it, the whole point of timing, okay? And it's funny because when I title these episodes, it's almost like they're affirmations, like trust life's timing. I don't even know why I have to go on to an explanation and make a whole episode about it. I should just be telling you guys to keep reading the title, trust life's timing, because there isn't one answer on why you should, and there isn't one answer on how to. I was just going to say, you just need to, but you do. You just need to trust timing. Maybe you're in a spot right now where you feel like something isn't working out for you. You might think that you aren't losing that weight or you aren't getting better grades or no career path is exciting you. Maybe no relationship has presented itself. And if it has, it hasn't really lasted the long run. You just feel like things aren't working out where you really wanted them to be. But that's because when we think things are working out for us, it's because we see a result or a conclusion or some sort of like tangible, successful end product. And that's not true. Things are working out for you even if you can't see it. Things are working out for you even if there is no conclusion to prove it. Maybe you haven't lost 30 pounds, but you know what? You've lost inches or you've lost five or maybe school isn't working out for you because you're meant to go into the workforce or you aren't getting into the programs you want or grad school or whatever it is because some other opportunity will force itself upon you. Or maybe no relationship is working out for you because you haven't even met the person in your life who is going to change everything. And trust me, if that's the case for you, Once you meet that person, you won't even think about how long you lived without them. You honestly will probably be thankful for that time because that made you the person that you are today and it really made you appreciate the person that you have now. But as humans, we have such a hard time believing that. We have no freaking problem preaching it, myself included. Everyone preaches, it'll all happen when it's supposed to. If it's meant to be, it will be. Trust timing, it'll all unfold itself. But I know how hard it is to believe it. And I feel like that's because of a few reasons. It's not just hard by default. It's honestly because we get things so instantaneous nowadays. We have things right at our fingertips. If you want something, you Amazon Prime it and it's at your door in one to two days. If you want something or you want to do something, you call someone up and you do it, you get it planned. If you want food, you can call and order it right to your door. Things are so instantaneous and that almost goes into the same idea as patience. If something isn't working out, we're like, okay, on to the next. Okay, this guy isn't working. Okay, I'll go over there. Okay, this workout routine isn't giving me abs in two days. Okay, I'll try a new one. We want things and we want it now. So when we don't get it, We almost work ourselves up and are like, nothing's working out for me. This isn't working out. That's not working out because we want it to happen now. And that's not what happens, okay? Think about, you know, plants or watering a plant or watering a flower, whatever it is. First, it's a seed. You water it. And a few weeks later, a few days, whatever, it starts to show itself into the form that you thought it was going to look like. But that takes nurturing. It takes watering, some sunlight, you know, maybe some additional help if you got a little stubborn plant on your hand, whatever it is. You You guys are like, Katie, what the hell are you talking about plants right now? Okay, I don't know. We learned this shit in like fourth grade or 
third grade, when did you learn about plants? I probably just made myself sound really dumb. Did we learn about them in fourth grade? That sounds super freaking late to learn about when plants sprout. I don't know. Maybe kindergarten. For I, Who the hell knows? Anyways, it takes time. You don't just plant a seed, water it, and within two hours, it sprouts into this beautiful plant. No. And why do we think that we are the exception to that rule? You don't get things instantly. And if you do, it's not worth having. Things take time, okay? And also, going off of that, nowadays, I think this is probably the number one reason why we have such a difficult time trusting life's timing is because we like to control the things that happen in our lives. We like to know what's coming next. We like to have some sort of leverage on it or some sort of grasp on the speed it's coming in and just feel like we are in some sort of control in our life. And to an extent, that's true. In life circumstances, you know, you get to control what you wear. Maybe you control an outcome. Maybe you control this or that. We just have more opportunity nowadays to kind of manipulate life to how we want it. But when it comes to things that are supposed to happen naturally, we try and control that. And those are things that aren't tangible. Love isn't tangible. Success is often not tangible. These things take time. So when we don't have control over them, it's hard for us to believe that someone else does. Thus, it's hard to believe that it's actually going to happen. It's tough, but that also is the whole point of that word. It's a belief, okay? And sometimes we can just be looking at it from the wrong angle. You may be so focused on one aspect of your life and just kicking yourself over why your relationship or career isn't being satisfied, but it's because they're not supposed to yet. Maybe another area of life is forming right now or developing or is meant to be the focus, or maybe it's just not supposed to work out because something better is coming. I'm going to take a moment here for anyone struggling in relationships or you know what, situationships. I used to listen to any episode I could find about timing and how to know the timing is right and will it work out in the future and just anything to give me hope on something or someone I wanted it to work out with. So if you clicked on this episode for guidance on timing with a boy or a girl or any person you want to be with but you don't know if the timing is right, you simply cannot force it. And a lot of people use it as an excuse to not commit. And that is something I feel like everyone needs to be aware of. I'm a firm believer that if they wanted to make it work, they would, regardless of the timing. So if you are in this position, here is how we combat that, okay? Number one, if you are this person and you are someone who is in a sticky spot with someone and you want to date or just explore commitment with, you need to have an honest conversation with this person. Relationships and especially situationships can get super freaking messy and the more you can simplify it, the better. And before I even go further about this, if you can't have a conversation with this person about how you feel, then that's your red flag to begin with. It's not even a conversation worth having because they're not the right person. Like that's just a red flag. But anyways... Have a conversation with them. Tell this person how you feel and please, for the love of God, do not make it a novel. Do not write 14 paragraphs in your notes app to copy and paste to them, okay? They won't read it. 
Keep it cool and say what you need to in two, three, four, maybe five sentences. The less you write, the less you say to them, the more they comprehend. Maybe just say, call them up, text them, meet them in person. Seriously, it doesn't matter. Just be like, hey, I'm not going to lie. I've started to develop more feelings for you or I wasn't expecting to feel this way because I know we said we were just going to be friends or this kind of came out out of the blue, but I don't want to be just another girl to you. And if you aren't willing to commit, then I can't keep doing this. You don't have to be the one begging for them to stay. You do not have to word it like that. Just be like, tell them how you feel and kind of feel like if you're not going to feel this way, that's cool, but I'm not going to stick around. Okay. Now this can either go two ways with a response. Hopefully, they see that you're the one-of-a-kind, sexy person that you are, that they do not want to even live another day on this earth without, and then they're honest with their feelings. Maybe you guys take it to the next level. You know, all is good. Or they're an actual idiot and don't see your worth, okay? But they're not willing to date or commit to you is the basis of their response there. And that's a knife to the goddamn chest, okay? I have been there. I seriously cannot emphasize that enough. The words, I can see myself falling in love with you, but I'm just not ready to date yet, are words that I just never want to hear again, okay? So uh, anyways, it is okay. And that sounds like we're in a group therapy session trying to really, you know, convince ourselves that it's okay. It's going to be okay, you know? But it actually is an awesome scenario to be in, regardless of how delusional that sounds, because you did what you could. You said how you felt, and they told you how they felt, and now you get to move on with nothing to regret, okay? You get to bless Flo Millie and Doja Cat and all your fuck you music in the car and look good when you go out and just focus on yourself. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on all this shit, but you get to move on and know for a fact that this was not meant to be. You don't have to get strung along by the timing excuse and continue to check your calendar and wonder when the time is going to be right for you to finally be theirs. Because the simple truth is, if they haven't made an effort to tie you down yet, they probably never will. And you know what? Sometimes it takes them seeing you walk away for them to realize what they had. And you will never regret being mature, saying how you felt, or any of that, because now the situation is on them. You did what you could, they made the decision, now it's on them to regret. Weirdly enough, I really feel like there's no such thing as wrong timing, because a lot of times, while it can be an excuse, you know, maybe they just got out of a relationship, or you're going to college, or when you was just going through a really difficult time in life, That's which are all very, very valid. But that's not really wrong timing, is it? It is just right timing for something else. It's right timing for you to find something else in your life or do something else. You got someone better coming if this person is just using it as an excuse to not be with you instead of finding reasons to make it work. When someone is meant to be yours, nothing will stop it. No timing, nothing. And that is why this all circles back to why trusting the timing is important. Okay, so I have a little story time on kind of an example related to this. I have a million and one stories on timing, on why things didn't work out, even things as little as 
leaving my house late to go to the bars and the line being too long so we have to go to a different bar and it ends up being the best night ever because everyone's there and you know you wouldn't have had that fun of a night if you would have gotten into the other bar first but thank god you left five minutes late even though you were beating yourself up because you ended up where you were meant to okay so many basic stories like that but one of them I really wanted to share is summer going into my junior year was when everyone was applying to study abroad And I always knew I wanted to study abroad. It was something I even wanted to do in high school when I was applying to college. It was just kind of ingrained in my brain as something I wanted to be part of my college experience. So summer before junior year, I had been kind of procrastinating the whole application process for studying abroad. I have no clue why. I just never really looked at it at all. Until one morning, I just randomly woke up, checked the application for Florence, Italy, which was something I was maybe interested in. But I was set on going to London. I was set on studying abroad in London. I had checked the deadlines for that, looked into that, maybe talked to people, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. And then that morning, I looked at the deadline for Florence, Italy, and I was like, okay, perfect. It says that this deadline is 8.20. And I was seriously like, Okay, 820. I have a month to do it. It's August 20th and 820 is September 20th. I'm totally fine. So I get in the car and me and my roommates are going to this area in our college town to tan and my mom calls me because for some reason she had a gut feeling to also check the deadline for Florence, Italy and different abroad applications. There's different programs that all have the same like deadline. So she just randomly checked it and she calls me while I'm on my way there and is like, hey, have you looked at the deadlines at all? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm going to apply for Florence in a couple of weeks or so. It says the deadline is 8.20. She's like, Katie, it is 8.20. I was like, no, it's August 20th. The deadline isn't until September. She's like, 8.20 is August 20th. And I was like, oh my God. And at this point, it was already 11.30 noon. And the deadlines for these applications are usually like end of day. So ours was 4 p.m. So I was like, freaking out. I was like, I have to get this application in. Like for some reason, I really, you know, want Italy to be one of my options. I have to get this in. So I went back to the place and I was like, told my roommates, you guys go, go to the park. I need this whole apartment to myself. I can't even think I need to get this application out. And it's kind of like any other application, you know, you have to fill out a lot of things. You have to get your resume ready. You have to get your resume looking good. A lot of times there's references. And for this specific application, there were two personal essays, I'm pretty sure. And mind you, this is a pretty competitive program. So these aren't essays I can just bullshit and put in. I have to put a decent amount of time in it. My resume can't look like shit. I had to get all my materials ready. And study abroad programs are obviously so particular on the materials you get in. It has to look a certain way. So I was just freaking out. I was so stressed. I was communicating back and forth with my study abroad advisor, just freaking out. So finally, I turn in my application at 3.55. Okay, the deadline was 4 p.m. I turned it in at 3.55. I was somehow happy with my essays. I was just focused for four straight hours, got everything done. And I was like, Perfect. Like a sigh of relief. I'm so happy. Thank God. So then I was emailing with my study abroad advisor and I'm like, okay, I got my Italy application in. I don't care too, too much about it. You know, it was stressful, but I more so want to go to London. I'd be way happier in London. That's what I want to do. So I emailed my advisor and I was like, hey, got my Florence application in. When's the London one coming out? And she's like, wait, what? And I said, well, I really want to study in London. You know, I just applied in Florence just in case I don't get into London. And she was like, you can only apply to one program at a time. 
for some reason at our school, it's weird. You can only be applying to one program. And if you don't get into that program, then you can apply to more. But the problem is you don't know when you're going to find out. And I know this probably sounds like a really big first world problem, but it's just kind of a basic example. And my advisor was like, yeah, you seriously cannot be applying to London right now. Like your whole program, your whole website or whatever it was won't allow you to. So then I just start crying. I was so stressed. I had just been stressed for four hours getting one application in that I didn't even care about. And then turns out the application that I got in is going to be the reason why I can't study abroad in the city I want to. I was just freaking out. I was so confused. I was pissed because I didn't know this. And then as time went on, and I think it was two or three weeks until I found out that I got into the program, I started to think about it more and more. And I'm like, you know what? I really do want to go to Italy. That is the place I want to be. I don't want to be in London. And London's great. And a lot of people study there. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But for me personally, I was like, I really, really feel like I want to be in Florence, Italy. And then I got an email that I had got in. And at that point, I was like, this is where I'm going. This is going to be it. And one of my friends had texted me. She's like, all the girls in my sorority aren't getting in. Did you find out anything? And I had got it in. And that was after four hours before the deadline, I knew that it was due. And I was rushing and I was just going through it. But it was just so divine intervention and divine timing that I was supposed to check the deadline that day. I was supposed to get that application in, even though it was so freaking chaotic. And I was supposed to end up in Florence, Italy, because that was the best four months of my life. And I'm going to do an episode with someone about abroad stories and a whole journey because there's just a lot that goes into it. But I met the best people abroad. I had the best time. And I was ultimately so thankful I ended up in Italy. And the whole journey of how I got there and the whole journey of how I applied there is just proof that timing is everything. Even though I thought I was going to be applying to a different city later, that's not how it was meant to be. It came way quicker than I thought, was way more chaotic, but it ultimately turned out. So that's kind of just an example that we can't really control things, but that's oftentimes for the better. All good things will happen when they are supposed to, okay? Take time right now to just sit and think to yourself about something that you wanted so badly that was out of your control that worked out exactly when it was supposed to. Maybe you got rejected from a certain college and got into another. Or maybe you transferred high schools or colleges or switched friends or didn't know if you were going to be able to find new friends or a new boyfriend and then those people came into your life right when they were supposed to. And when you really think about it, if that thing or that result would have happened any earlier, it probably wouldn't have worked out. I was talking to people last weekend and there are some friends of mine and they're getting married and they were laughing because they were both saying if we would have met a year or even two years earlier than we did, there's no way we would have worked out. Absolutely no way. And maybe during that time, they were both having doubts like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to meet this person? Am I ever going to meet my so-called soulmate or whatever you believe in? But the thing is, is that even though it didn't look like things were working out for them at the time, that space for them to grow on their own is exactly what they needed and things were working out in their favor. It just didn't look like it. Maybe you're fighting with your boyfriend or someone that you really want to work things out with, but in a year or two, you're going to look back and be like, thank God it didn't work out with them, or thank God I didn't end up where I wanted to be because I wouldn't have this opportunity now, okay? That's kind of the point I'm trying to get across here. And kind of circling around, 
this is kind of a difficult concept for me to explain and hopefully you understand it. But when we look back on time, it seems shorter than it does in the moment. So maybe it seems like an eternity that you're waiting to hear back from someone or something. But when you look back, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that was the right amount of time. Five weeks isn't that long. Six months waiting to hear back from a school. Okay, that is a long time. I don't know if that's a real thing, but whatever. Whole point here is when things happen in our lives in the moment, it seems like much longer, more dreaded and a greater deal than it is. Whereas when we look back on it, we realize that the timing was perfect. So like I said, think back to that one situation when things work out and use that as evidence that they will again in the future. Things only happen in your life for you, not against you. Even if it seems like it's against you or you spilt your coffee all over yourself or maybe you're running late, you're still having things work out for you. And you don't understand why right now. But as the most cliche saying of all time says, everything happens for a reason. Maybe you're kicking yourself and you're pissed off because you left way later than you wanted to and you're arriving at your job or your baseball game or whatever it is 10 minutes later than you wanted to. But you don't know that if you would have left five minutes earlier, you wouldn't have seen that person in the parking lot who needed your help or you wouldn't have seen your friend on the way to school. Things happen for a reason, okay? And most things are really out of our control. And that's why when we try and force things, we taint them. We don't let them happen naturally. So use it as an excuse that you are supposed to be focusing on something else in your life. So you might be wondering, how do I know when to put in effort and fight for what I want? And how do I know when to let things just happen? If you put in substantial or realistic effort and things aren't working out in a way that is out of your control, maybe it's another person that isn't giving you what you want to receive or another thing that is tampering the situation, that's when you've done enough. When you've put in that effort and you did what you could and things still aren't changing. You will never have to force what is truly meant to be. That is sort of the one answer that's available for that question of, do I put in that effort? Do I go for what I want? Do I fight for what I believe in? Or do I just let things happen? You won't have to force what's truly meant to be. And again, that doesn't mean you won't have to work on it or put in effort. No, absolutely not. But you know in your gut when you are forcing things or trying to fit a circle into a rectangular box, okay? You know when you are trying to make things fit into a way that you want them to. But you will never have to force what is truly meant to be. Okay, hot take section. Here we go. We're on the food train again today. I actually don't really know when we're ever off the food train. It's just so easy for these topics, but whatever. I do not like mustard, okay? I don't like mustard and it seems like kind of a waste that I don't because when you go to restaurants and you're sitting and they have the little condiments out or the salt and the pepper, there's always ketchup and mustard, okay? It's easy. It's not awkward. You don't have to go out of your way to ask the waitress, hey, can I have a little mustard? No, it's just right fucking there for you. So easy. So it feels like I should like mustard. If it's that easy and it's on the table, it's probably because most people like it. So why don't I? Why am I being difficult? And also, I'm a condiments person, okay? I like pickles. I really like everything besides onions. I, I literally despise onions. But I like 
to have a little extra toppings. I don't really like things plain. Even tortilla chips don't really like them plain. So it's really weird to me that I don't like mustard. I don't know what's with that. Do people actually like mustard though? Is that a thing? If you're out there and you like mustard, what is it? Were you born with it? Was it in your baby food? Were you sucking on a sippy cup with mustard on it? I don't get it. I think I'm going to start slowly introducing it into my diet. But I guess what do you have mustard with? Like it looks better than it tastes. You know, when you see a stereotypical picture of a burger or a brat, it's got a little mustard on it. Even a hot dog. You know, it has that perfectly sprayed on, sprayed on, the hell perfectly drizzled on ketchup and mustard it looks glorious but then you eat it it's not as good I don't know what it is I, I feel like everyone's just lying to themselves I'm not fully convinced that people actually like this stuff but that's my hot take of the day or of the week or whatever the hell I don't like mustard and I'm so sorry about that all right but hey maybe I need to trust life's timing maybe with due time I'll like mustard maybe it's part of maturing you know I started to really like tomatoes after a year or so ago. That was new for me. I never used to eat tomatoes. That wasn't really my thing. Now, I think they're freaking fantastic. So hopefully that same thing happens with mustard. I don't know. I feel like I've said mustard 1400 times in the past two minutes, so I apologize. Anyways, that is all I have. I wanted to keep this episode shorter because it really is all about, it really all, it really is all about, yeah, that's right. Okay. It really is all about just trusting life's timing. It's really about the title and I wanted to keep it short and sweet so you could just focus on that people. Okay. So if you are struggling with an area, think about a time where things have worked out for you and use that as proof to move forward. We have such a hard time trusting in life because we're out of control. But sometimes being out of control leaves room for things that we don't even know, we can't even expect or predict, but they're way better than we could even imagine, okay? You'll never have to force what is truly meant to be. Trust in frickin' life's timing, people. And as always, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday. 